What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the, of the Sports Mark Show, aka the SMS Podcast, hosted by yours truly, the Merciless Mar. Let the playoffs commence. Wild Card Weekend kicks off this weekend. <laughs> um, as the final week of the 2022 NFL regular season is now behind us. Um, officially, the 2022 NFL regular season is now in the books. We still, we still got, we still got to go through the postseason and find out who our 2022-2023 Super Bowl champions are going to be. I will go over that later in the show. Who I think um, that team will never will will inevitably be. Um, first, I'm gonna do a quick quick recap though of Week 18. Then I'll do the playoff predictions, and then after that, I'll go over um, my NFL honors predictions as well. I'm gonna try to do everything in one, um, in one big like you know one big in one big podcast and one big episode. And then obviously next week, you know, I'll probably do my predictions for like um. For um for um the divisional round, I'll obviously be going over um the wild card weekend games as well. After like you know they all take place and stuff. So okay, so obviously um let's just let's just let's just get into week eighteen. So first of all um you had Saturday games right? We had Chiefs Raiders Titans Jaguars. The Chiefs Raiders um honestly this is a complete just yeah this was just. This was just a dumpster fire of a game. Like the Raiders. <laughs> and then people are gonna be like, man, if Derek Carr would have played in this game, nah, nothing nothing would have nothing would have changed. The game would still the game still would have ended up ended up with the same outcome with the Chiefs beating beating the Raiders ass asses. Um the the Raiders they're they're just they're just they're just so bad. They're just terrible. And honestly, they're just pathetic. The fact that they allowed the Chiefs to play ring around the Rosie before eventually scoring in the end zone again just shows you how the Chiefs think of you as a football team and how and just, you know, and how incompetent your your players are and your coaching staff. Like honestly, like I just that was just that was just um that was just embarrassing. And then, and then that was just that was just awful. That was just that was just an awful game to just to just spectate. The Raiders should be absolutely ashamed of themselves after that performance. Um, they were outright atrocious, horrendous. <laughs> I just couldn't do nothing but laugh. The game was over after the first 14 minutes of the first quarter. <laughs> the Chiefs had this in the bag. Like, like they just knew, like, the Raiders' day was not going to do anything. Final score was 13-31. Raiders, I mean, not Raiders. Hold on. <laughs> I about to say the Raiders dominated. <laughs> you know, they the ones that got dominated. Too bad they weren't. They, but at least it wasn't as bad as TCU getting absolutely smashed by Georgia. That was, that that was. Oh my God, that was that was an abomination. <laughs> Titans Jaguars. The Jaguars had me scared. Um, um, you know, during 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 this game because I thought they were actually going to lose to a third string quarterback and a Titans team that just doesn't have an offense at all <laughs> outside of Derrick Henry. <laughs> Because if the Jaguars would have would have lost this game and missed the playoffs, everything that they that that everything that they have done in the past leading up to to that game would have been absolutely meaningless. It like you know everything would have just it would have just been a complete waste from beating the Cowboys in that huge upset victory, from going on a winning streak. They started off two and zero, then lost four straight, and then went and then went and then went on another um streak 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 of wins. So just just so just basically just doing all of that right, and 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 and, and um and um and on um, which God and just and just um creating that momentum and 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 just trying to absorb you know, as much as you can and your offense starts to get rolling and the defense is starting to make plays and Doug Peterson is starting to just, you know, put everything together really nicely. And Trevor Lawrence is even um has even improved over the course of weeks and has progressed extremely well. So just them losing to the to the Titans in that final game would have just been it would have been a bad taste in their in their in their mouths. Like when the Colts lost to the Jaguars last year, when they should have won that game and 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 um and um established themselves as a, as a playoff team, but that wasn't the case because you know 
the Colts, you know, Carson Wentz and the entire team, they they were just a mess. Whatever. <laughs> it is what it is with them. But um, yeah, but the Jaguars eventually they pulled they they pulled it together. The defense made key stops. Uh that um that that fumble scoop and score by Josh Allen completely changed um, you know, the outcome of the game. It changed the momentum. Um and then from there, it was just all about the Jaguars just just staying home and and making sure that the Titans just couldn't like couldn't 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 get, couldn't answer back, which they didn't. Cause Josh Dobbs, like I mean, the guy the guy's garbage. Like now he made some pretty good throws that made you be like, damn, like for a guy that just that just like you know that just um that just um arrived on the team like 14 days at that point. You know, during that game, and he was making the throws that, that he was making. It was like, wow, like that's that's some, that's some impressive stuff. But and but at the end of but at the end of the day, though, <laughs> um, he's a third string quarterback. He's not good. So <laughs> I was just saying there, like, damn it, Jacksonville, you better not lose to this team, bro. You better not lose. And they did a good job of contain, of containing Derrick Henry for the for the most part. Derrick Henry still got a couple of his long runs in. He was stiff arming dudes all over the place. Derrick Henry's always going to be Derrick Henry. But you know, there's a reason why. A running back hasn't won MVP since Adrian Peterson because running backs they're just they're not a dependable asset to rely on in in you know on in football games as 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 uh, as an as an as an offense you just can't like when you just try to just when you try to um circle and base everything around your running back and sort of make him be the vocal point that can only take you so far. Especially when you have an average to below average quarterback and you don't have any wide receivers that are, you know, that are that are viable targets. So it, it get eventually it, get, it gets tough. And when a team that like when a team like Jacksonville actually has a good um core of defensive players are able to just sort of not completely neutralize Derrick Henry, but sort of like not 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 make it to the point Derrick Henry is running is is running for over 200 yards and is scoring you know touchdowns all over the place every single drive you know some some drives they gave him long runs other drives they completely they completely stuffed him in the backfield and got multiple tackles for loss so they like you know it was, and 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 like sometimes they would give him small spurts and then other, and then next place they'll push him back so they they made it very very difficult for Derrick Henry to sort of like actually get going and actually start like you know and actually start you know building building that that fire that we all that we all know Derrick Henry that we all know Derrick Henry is capable of doing but um you know just this just this game it wasn't it the Jaguars they were hungry they were they were the better team they were they you know they 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 were the hotter team going into this going into this matchup they they so they came out with the victory and now Jacksonville's in the playoffs so now the Trevor Lawrence beef ride can begin I uh, go to Sunday games, Brown Steelers. Um, this this was this was this is the Browns yeah, they, they, this, damn. They looked, ugh, that's bad. If the Browns finished seven and ten. Um, honestly, you know, watching this game like sort of like unfold, it was like sort of like like I don't really know how to describe it, but like it was like both teams. Couldn't get anything going. Then the Browns scored a touchdown. And then all of a sudden, Steelers got a touchdown. And then it was going back and forth and back and forth for three and outs. And, you know, and just, um, and just like, you know, um, you know, and, um, you know, um, um, you know, lost yardage, lost yardage drives and gains and just, well, not gains, but like, you know, they weren't, they, they weren't, they weren't getting any yards. It was so much. It was so much back and forth, back and forth, and just you know, just just dull, just dull plays that weren't getting anywhere. And then all of a sudden, one of them went up in the red zone, and then they'll score. And then the Steelers they had that other run, um, when Najee Harris got into the end zone. And then it was that Cleveland fumble in the end zone where, where everything just changed. Like it was like the game. The game was just the game just completely just flipped over to the Steelers side of things. And then the Steelers never looked back. They they went up double digits and then the Browns couldn't just could they couldn't answer they couldn't do anything like the Browns were just completely just they were they they were completely just a non-factor for the rest of the game. Um, the Browns have a lot of things to have a lot of things to um to to work on and to look over. <laughs> um, you know now that they're in the off season now, um, especially when it comes to their defense. The defense was a, it was a huge disappointment this year. 
Um, I know they fired Joe Woods, which is a which is a which is a great step in the right direction. Um, as of today, they they're interviewing Brian Flores, so that might be a good pickup for them as a DC. I know a lot of people might not like Brian Flores because he's a heavy blitzer, but I'm gonna tell you this though: when a guy who was a head coach at the Miami Dolphins not too long ago, like two years ago, they were one and seven. Um, by what's go week nine or week eight? I don't remember. I don't remember their by. I don't remember their bye week exactly. Um, um, that year for the Miami Dolphins in the in, in the um the twenty twenty one season, but this dude was one in seven, and then went on to win, and then went on to win seven straight games to get to eight and seven, and then still finished the season with 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 an above five hundred record at um at nine and eight. When a head coach of Brian Flores caliber, who is a defensive specialist, is able to is able to take a team from one and seven to eight and seven. Um, there's no way um, he he's he's out there just scheming up and coaching and coaching a terrible defense. Like you like he gotta be he gotta be he gotta be doing something, which he was. That defense for Miami um that year was actually pretty was actually pretty damn good. And that's because Brian Flores was the was was at the helm. And as soon as he leaves, Miami's defense got worse. Because now they have an offensive head coach who, who who's focusing on offense, but but nobody um nobody um in particular that has like a history of like creating successful defenses on that roster to sort of um help um continue that dominant defense that Blind Four has established over the over the past couple of years during his Miami te- tenure. All of that went out went out the door with Brian Flores. So, and I think that's and. Honestly, that's been, in my opinion, that's kind of been Miami's downfall throughout the entire season. But at the same time, too, with um, inconsistent plays from Tua, and sometimes the offense doesn't even show up, like in that San Francisco game, which was absolutely egregious. So, um, Miami definitely shot themselves in the foot a lot this year. But they they made they end up making the playoffs. But we'll get to them in a little bit with with um with what their odds are like going against the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo this weekend. But anyways, um good one for the Steelers though. Um, you know, you know, if uh, Miami would have lost and um New England New England um lost, they would have they they would have been the seventh seed going into this weekend against Buffalo, but instead um Miami won. So that kind of basically just killed their chances. But honestly who the hell wants to watch Pittsburgh? Nobody. <laughs> Ravens Bengals this is one of these games that just that just didn't that just didn't matter like at all. Like the Bengals had their starters in and basically dominated from start to finish. Um, Lamar Jackson was 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 out for this game, and Anthony Brown, um, the 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 quarterback from Oregon, undra- the undrafted free agent, was playing, and he was absolutely dog shit. So the Ravens just didn't stand a chance. The Ravens the Ravens looked awful. Um, honestly, with how the Ravens played. Um, 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 Pat, this Pat, um, last weekend, there's no way in hell you could, you, you could, you, you, there was no way in hell that you as a football fan, um, um, watch that game and, and sort of like in your, in, in, in your mind, view the Ravens as a playoff team. There's no way. Like you looked at that game and was, and was like, how in the hell are the Ravens in the playoffs? Just how, wait, how, like the Ravens are, the Ravens, they're like, they're doing for a lot of injuries. Their defense is. It's, I mean, it's 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 serviceable, but sometimes they have a couple of of loopholes that that kind of lead to inconsistent that kind of lead to inconsistent issues or inconsistency issues, excuse me. Um. Um. And then offensively, they have nobody. <laughs> they, they have they literally they absolutely have any. They don't have anybody. They don't like offensively. You know, Bateman hurt. Um. You know, Mark Andrews up and down. Um. You know, offensive line has dealt has dealt has dealt with a couple of um inconsistency issues inconsistency issues as well. Um so yeah, and then the quarterback gets in and out, you know, Tyler Huntley's been dealing with injury is doing has been dealing with injury and he's questionable for um their game against Cincinnati this weekend. So just the Ravens, they're they're going they're going through um they're going through a downward spot right now and and that is like the worst thing to go through right now. At this moment, when playoffs are literally here, like playoffs, playoffs, playoffs are, are have arrived. So it's, it's it's not good when your momentum is sort of shifting downwards, and you're not you, you're not you're not looking you're not looking good. Like you, you haven't been playing well at all. So um, 
We'll see how we'll see how they do against Cincinnati again. But I don't I don't think Cincinnati. I don't think I don't think they're gonna lose. They they're just not until to a to a third string QB. Um, most likely if Tyler Huntley's not ready to go, please. <laughs> they don't stand a chance. Vikings Bears. Um, Justin Fields played for like one quarter, and then it was Nathan Peterman the entire game. Oh, actually, not a lot. Justin Fields didn't even play at all. I'm I'm, I'm wilding because he he had he his season ended short because I think he um. I forgot what injury he suffered from. I don't remember if it was like a, I, don't, I don't remember if it was his hip or something, but he didn't play in this game. But I knew the Vikings were gonna dominate because um Nathan Peterman was 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 starting. It, like come on, like he he Nathan Peterman will never ever be um looked 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 upon as a a, a serviceable QB ever. No, nah. he's 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 garbage against uh a uh, a uh, uh, Super Bowl contending Vikings team. Good luck, bro. Like there's no way in hell. Like 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 no nah. like. The Vikings, they 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 took care of business as as expected. Patriots Bills once again another ass being no. I mean this game was actually pretty tight going into the second half. Like the game was like 14-14 going into halftime, and then the Bills just kept like just kept like they they they, they just kept like you know slowly, um start they just kept they kept slowly, um um. Ugh. They slowly like started started on um, pulling away from the from the Patriots. Um, the Patriots um put up one hell of a fight. You know, um, they did the best they could, but you know they were just outmatched for Buffalo as an entire as an as an entire team. Like the Patriots, they have a limited roster. Mac Jones, he's a he's a he's a very um average player. So, I mean, there were, there, were, there really wasn't much for Buffalo to really do. I mean, there was I mean there wasn't really much for New England to do. So, um. Yeah, Bills. They had this game in the bag. I knew they Buffalo. I mean, I mean, not Buffalo. I knew I knew England was not gonna win. So <laughs> that was that was just that was just gonna be an easy game for Buffalo. Even though it was looking kind of scary, um, at first because I really thought the pitch actually had a chance, but then Buffalo sort of just overcame, just overcame. You know, um, you know, they kind of overcame like the Patriots just. They're like slow, methodical, like very like uh um old fashioned, like just. Just like they're like their team, their team philosophy, and then they just they just can't, they just put it together and they just they sort of like you know pulled away with the win. Uh, Jets Dolphins. This game was absolutely dreadful. Just field goal after field goal after field goal, and then the Jets gave up a safety. That was that was that was literally the game. That was it. Like Dolphins, they won. They got they they got more field goal opportunities and they took advantage of them. So that 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 was it. And that's how the Dolphins um landed in the playoffs. Sadly. Bucks Falcons. The Bucks played their starters for like a quarter, and then they just took them all out. That's why the Falcons won this game. So that's it. Uh, Panther Saints. I mean, both these teams are terrible anyway. But honestly, I don't know why Dennis Allen didn't get James Winston to start. But at, at the end of the day, the Saints. I don't know what. I don't know what the future holds for them. I have no idea what what they what they plan to do with with that roster, with that organization. I just don't know. Like. They might as well just sell the team. Like the Saints are just they're just done. Like, like all the credibility that the Saints once had, once again went out the door with Sean Payne and Drew Brees. Like it's 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 over. And the, the Panthers, I mean, who cares about the Panthers? I mean, I said they're they're def- some of their defensive players, I guess. <laughs> uh Texans Colts. This one this 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 one also was a shit show. Um I don't even know what the hell happened. The Colts were up, and then the Titans, the, I mean, not Titans, the Texans, they threw up a Hail Mary, and then they they, they went for two, and they got it, and they won the game. So, I, I, honestly, I don't even know why the Titans were trying to win the game when they had the number one pick secured, and because of um this outcome, the Chicago Bears now have the number one pick. So, good job, Texans. You screwed yourselves over. And then Lovey Smith got got, got majority of the blame because he ended, he, ended, he, ended, he ended up getting um relief from his duties as, a, as the head coach. So, Honestly, I don't know where the Texans go from here. The Texans, their 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 future is um is up in the air as well. And then the Colts, I mean, I heard they're they're going to release Matt Ryan, which is I guess a good move because Matt Ryan stinks. But Matt Ryan doesn't want to retire, so I don't know where he thinks I don't know where he thinks he's going to be. He's going to be able to find work, but honestly, he might he might end up being being the Jets QB next year. Who knows? Cardinals 49ers, once again, another ass being. Cardinals didn't stand a chance. The 49ers, I mean, they're the second seed for the reason. Like, they were, they was not being, you know, a third-string quarterback on on the Cardinals, bro. J.J. Watt, this was his final game in the NFL. Salute to that, brother. Um, Congratulations on a remarkable NFL career. Finished the season with 11 and a half sacks, if, if I'm pretty sure. Um, You know, he went, he went out with a bang. Good stuff. It sucks that you never played in the Super Bowl or – 
in a in or in a in a in a in a um in a big playoff game like in general. But hey man, at the end of the day, three time defensive player of the year, only um defensive player in NFL history to finish to finish um two seasons with twenty plus sacks. So once again, man, that's a that's 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 a goat right there. Next stop for him is Can Ohio, baby. Uh Cowboys Commanders. Dude, that Dak Prescott, man, like like Dakota Dakota Mid Scott, like yo, this dude, like <laughs> I'm telling you, Cowboy fans, yo, get ready, get ready for next Monday, bro. Cause when y'all lose to Tom Brady again, and then y'all go home in the first round again, when Dak Prescott gets outplayed in the in the playoff game again, don't be shocked, man. Just don't be shocked. Just don't. I got Cowboy fans telling me, yo, we're going to make the Super Bowl, bro. Yo, we're going to be in the NFC Championship. <laughs> in your motherfucking dreams. You got suck, man. Dak Prescott got outplayed by a quarterback in his first start. By a rookie quarterback. Sam Howell looked like a different beast out there, bro. I I, I was I, I was watching Sam Howell play, and he's only a rookie. And I, and I thought he was the $40 million quarterback versus Dak Prescott. I thought Dak Prescott was the rookie. For 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 a quick second, I was like, "Wait a minute, is Sam is Sam Howell the the fifth year veteran with with the, with the forty million dollar contract?" I know Dak Prescott's been in the league for more than four years. I'm just making I'm just making up a number, but like D- Dak Prescott, he, he he's just just damn like oh my god like everything about him just says mid, just mid, bro. Yeah, one job. He ended up getting blown up by the commanders and out and, and outplayed by a rookie quarterback, who a lot of people labeled as a as another project in the in the in the twenty twenty two NFL draft, bro. Damn. Good job killing all your momentum for the playoffs too. <laughs> like Jesus, imagine going to the playoffs and suffering a loss like this. Terrible, man. Absolutely terrible. Going for the commanders though, but I think Ron Rivera should get fired. But outside of that, like I, I mean, this 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 I mean this this is a good way to, to um to go out, man. And Sam Howell should be should be a starting quarterback um moving forward next year because Sam Howell, I mean, he proved himself tonight. I mean, he just be he just be a a a a, a, a Super Bowl um. Well, I don't label them as Super Bowl contenders because Dallas, I know what they are. But, you know, a lot of people to them, they're Super Bowl contenders. He'd be a Super Bowl contender in the Dallas Cowboys in his first ever start. So you got to you got to give you got to give him a chance. At least give him like half the season next year to sort of prove himself. If he could be the franchise guy, the corner, the cornerstone of the Washington Commanders and next like seven to eight years. Oh, Rams, Seahawks. Um, this game once again was unwatchable, but then they ended up going to overtime. My Seahawks though, we made the field goal. So because we won the game, all we had to do was just pray on um the the Lions um and being the Packers and we and we were gonna clinch the and we and we would um excuse me and we would clinch our playoff berth and that's exactly what happened. So thank you, Detroit, for sending my team to the playoffs. Woo! We're going to the Super Bowl, babies. And I'm just joking. We're not we not we not being San Francisco. <laughs> Anyways, man, yeah, that, that that's pretty much it for that game. Uh, Eagles, Giants, um, Eagles. I mean, Jalen Hurts started. They 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 played all their first string guys versus the Giants' second, third string guys. So, who do you think was obviously going to win the game? Like, come on, like whatever. Uh, Chargers, Broncos. The Broncos. They looked like the the way the Broncos played in this game. This was this was the Broncos that people were expecting. Um, going into this going in, going into this season, the Broncos that we all thought. We were going to see in that week one game against Seattle, the Russell Wilson that we thought we were going to see be a possible MVP candidate going into this season. Those, 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 those versions showed up in this game. Those guys showed up. The Broncos completely just balled out. Russell Wilson finished with 100 passer rating, three touchdowns. I think he threw one interception. If I recall, let me check. Yeah, do one with interception, 50, 50, 50 completion percentage. But hey, man, it doesn't matter though. Cause hey, dude, like you beat the Chargers, man. You gave them their final loss, final loss, um, you know, of the season. And then they're the ones that are going to the playoffs. So hey, man, like kudos to the to the Broncos, man. Y'all played an excellent game. Um, Chargers. Um, honestly, I don't I don't know how you guys lost to the 
honestly, I don't know how you guys lost to the Broncos, but um, but to be honest with you, you guys shouldn't. I mean, oh wait, I'm wait, I'm wilding. Um, because if I recall, um, the first quarter, you guys were playing your starters, and the game was kind of looking like the game was the game was very very close. And then Mike Williams got hurt, so then that's when Brandon Staley decided to pull all of the starters, all all the starters out of the game. So honestly, I don't even know why you guys were playing. I don't even know why you guys were playing to begin with because this game didn't matter. So <laughs> uh, now Sunday night game, we got Lions Packers. Um, a lot, a lot of mistakes, man. A lot, a lot, too many turnovers, um, too many just terrible decisions. You know, the inter- the interception by Aaron Rodgers. Um, they had a fumble that happened. I don't remember. I don't remember when exactly, but fumbles usually happen every every game. It's just it, it just it only becomes a problem when they when like a it, it happens too much and b um it le- it leads it leads to a lot of points. But um yeah, they had the fumble interception and then the stupid penalties. The ejection by Qua- by Quay Walker was 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 absolutely fucking stupid. Um and then um. One point in the game, it happened in the first quarter. The the Packers went for it on on their own thirty two on fourth down, and I remember I was on my phone looking at something, and I looked up, and then they said it was first down Detroit, and I said, "What the hell just happened?" But then I I saw that they went for it, and I said, "Why would you go for it in your own end zone?" So that right there just 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 sort of just sort of told me, like from a from a just like from a telepathic standpoint, just watching the game. The Packers don't care. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, they know they suck. And they know that with San Francisco being the second seed and and they would most likely have to play them. Not most likely. They were they were going to have to play them if they would have beaten the Lions. They were going to get their asses kicked because Aaron Rodgers has never beaten the 49ers in his in his entire playoff career. So it was not, it was not, it was not. They were not going to have a chance at all. It was not. Even, it was not even going to be competitive if the Packers would. If the Packers would have um, 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 won the game and clinched the seventh seed. At least the Seahawks. They had that. They had that divisional familiarity with the 49ers, so they can make the game somewhat competitive. But they're still going to lose at the end of the day because their defense is atrocious, and the 49ers. Their that defense is just, is just too vicious, and that entire team has is just, has just been on fire as an entire unit, because even the offense has been playing extremely well, so, but yeah, man, those, those are my, um, my week 18 thoughts, now, I'm gonna go over the playoff predictions real quick, and then my NFL honor, honor predictions, and then that, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you guys go, man, and that'll be the end of the podcast. Okay, so I got the playoff bracket up right here in front of me. So let's go over these games. Now wild card weekend, right? Let me just let me just let me just explain this. So um we got the Seahawks and the 49ers kicking off Saturday at 4:30. Then we got Chargers and Jaguars at 8:15. Both of these games are going to be on Saturday and then we got three games Sunday with um with the first one being um Dolphins and Bills at 1, Giants and Vikings at 2. Ravens and Bengals basically being the Sunday night game <laughs> and then the Monday night game between the Cowboys and the and the and the um Buccaneers. So yeah, let's go over let's go over these games. All right, so wild card weekend, right? So Seahawks for the Niners, we're gonna go with the 49ers. Like, look, Seattle, I think they're gonna make the game somewhat competitive and they're gonna put up they're gonna put up a, they're gonna put up a, you know a good fight. But just that defense is is such a liability. And the um and um just like how well the 49ers have been playing, I, I, I think they just I don't think I don't think Seattle's going to be able to um they're just not gonna be able to put up with that. They're just not. Um so yeah, man, I think 49ers, man, and plus the, the they they just been good all year, man. Like 49ers, bro, they, ever since Trey Lance got hurt, yo, even though we never pray on a, on an athlete's downfall, especially when they suffer an injury. But that was probably the best thing that ever happened to the 49ers because if Trailers would have played the entire season this year, the the 49ers would would be a playoff team. That's that's just a fact. Like I'm sorry, because as soon as he as soon as he went out and they put Jimmy G in, they would they they would they went on a win streak and they and they completely just looked like looked like a different team. So, um yeah, so that was that was that was that was a blessing in disguise for them. But um yeah, so the 49ers, I like the I like them to beat the hell out of the, the Seahawks. Actually, I'm not gonna say beat the hell out of, even though watch it be a, a low scoring game, because Seattle was tough, 
but it's going to feel like an ass beating because, you know, Seattle is just not going to be able to just, they're not going to be able to compete, bro. They're just, they're just, they're going to, they're, they're just, they're just not on the level of, of San Francisco. Uh, chat, um, actually, no, let me do, let me do, let me do NFC first. Let me do, let me do NFC. And then we got, um, they got uh, Giants Vikings, right? So here's what I think is going to happen. This game's at four four thirty. Um, it's not it's not a one o'clock game. Um, everybody's going to watch this game live. And the Giants are the definition of ultimate opportunist. Uh, the Vikings defense is very su- has been very suspect throughout the course of the season. Plus, they just. They're gonna they're, they're gonna they're gonna go in there very hungry. I know Brian Dable is gonna have them more prepared. Um Daniel Jones has has been um playing, has been playing, has been playing very well and has been sort of um has and has sort of like a little bit of momentum momentum behind them. Cause even though like um they lost to the Vikings that one that one week, you know, I think it was a week week 16, he played really well. And then week seventeen, you know, he completely balled out and dominated. Um, um, who I forgot who they who they play who they play, oh yeah they dominated the Colts like it was it was like yo it was a complete um massacre man yo yo Daniel Jones he was not playing any games like that was that was like that was the best I've I've seen Daniel Jones since rookie year Daniel Jones when he threw five touchdowns against Washington that was that was incredible um stuff right there by Daniel Jones man um that week so um yeah honestly. This is my first upset of, of the of, of the of the playoff bracket. Give me the Giants over the Vikings. Um, it's now like I said, it's now a one o'clock game. The Vikings defense is very um is very 50-50. It's very it's very wishy washy. Um, Kirk Cousins, you know you know you never you never know what version of Kirk Cousins you're gonna get on a weekly basis. Um, especially now that's not it's not a one o'clock game. Um, everybody's going to be watching Kirk Cousins, and I think the, the Giants they they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna go into the game very um hungry and just you know just you know, just amped up with a lot of energy and with a lot of, and they're riding off, off, off of um, momentum after a week 17 blowout. Um, so I, I just, I, I think the Giants, I think they're going to do it. I like the Giants up to the Vikings, man. I really do. Um, I once again, I want to be shocked that the Vikings win because they have one of the best rosters in, in the, in, in the entire playoffs. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised, man, but Hey man, like I said, one of the biggest reasons why I was not behind people saying the Vikings um could win the Super Bowl because of Kirk Cousins. Um the defense, I don't I don't I don't really I don't really trust them. And if you think you're gonna be able to rely on just throwing up everything to Justin Jefferson, now that we're in we're in we're in play we're in play we're in playoff territory now, um, you know, good luck to you, man. Best of wishes, bro. Cause hey man, like this is this is this the big leagues now. So but I like to just upset the uh, the Vikings, and then we got Buccaneers Cowboys. Give me give me the Bucks. <laughs> give me the Buccaneers, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, come on, bro. Like Dallas, man. Good, goodbye, <laughs> uh, Mike McCarthy. See you later, buddy. Dak Prescott, get your bum ass out of here. Y'all, y'all ain't doing shit. You know what's funny? Because I remember yesterday, I read a tweet from Michael Parsons. How he was talking about how um he was in playoff mode and all this yada yada yada. I was like. Mike, uh, you know you're not being Tom Brady, right? You know what? You know what Tom Brady's career record against um the Cowboys, the Cowboys is. You know what? You know what his career record is against the Cowboys seven and zero. The Cowboys have never beaten Tom Brady, never, ever. Not in not not in this lifetime. Not not ever since he's been in the league, they have never ever defeated Tom Brady, never, and that's going to continue. Cause now it's playoff time. It's playoff time, and you know, you know what version of Tom Brady that you're always gonna get. That that man, he he does, yo, he does not die. He doesn't, yo, he yo, he does not sleep. I still remember that game when they was they was losing twenty seven to three to the Rams, and he almost pulled the Super Bowl fifty one. And I was like, yo, what's going on? And he was starting to hate, yo, Mike Evans. He went to the sidelines. And was like, yo, Tom, bro, just start up to me, man. Just start up to me. And that's exactly what he did. And um that um in that game against um the Panthers, Panthers in that week 17 game, he just threw it up to Mike Evans every play. <laughs> and he got 200 yards and three tubs, and they and they end up whooping the Panthers. Um, you know, to 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 secure um the division, man. I was that was insane. But yeah, like yeah, Tom Brady, yo, he's not losing, bro. He's not losing. 
I'll let you know when Tom Brady's going to lose. It's actually going to come up very shortly. <laughs> um, so now we're going to the divisional round in the NFC. So, yeah, the, the, these are my wild card predictions for um, um, my wild card weekend predictions for the NFC this weekend. So that, that those, those, those right there are my um, my, proje- my my projected outcomes. Um, yeah, so now we go to divisional. So basically, this is who I think divisional is going to be. I got Eagles versus Giants, and then I got Buccaneers versus 49ers. Um, give me the Eagles to beat the hell out of the 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 Giants, and then I think San Francisco is going to take advantage of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from the front and the back, though, like how they did to them a couple weeks ago. Because that game was, oh my lord, yo, I was I, <laughs> I was starting to feel bad for Tom Brady. I was like, yo, <laughs> yo, Tom, you good? <laughs> Y'all losing by what? By thirty points? Yo, yo, you, yo, are you okay? I know Nick Bosa fucking you up in the backfield, and he and he and he, you know, and he out here, he out here, he out he out there, you know, stalking you, stalking you down your back like like you know like like a damn like a damn like like a, like you know like a baby puma creeping up creeping up in the, creeping up behind a tree in the jungle type shit. But yo, uh, <laughs> and I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna repeat the same they're gonna repeat the same thing, man. Like Tampa Bay, this is what this is when your, your your journey ends. It's over. So now we got my conference championship game. Who I think this is this is actually who I think um or uh, this is actually who I think um is going to be in the conference championship game for the NFC. This is my conference championship. I kind of predicted this um like you know sort of like um like a little like a little like a little early on in the season by like week fourteen week fifteen. Like if you if you go back to previous podcasts, I did say multiple times the most likely scenario for the for the NFC conference championship is the Eagles versus the Forty ers So. I mean, I think this is going to be the game right here, you know, and it's been a while. Actually, not a lot because the pack. No, 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 no. That game that year, it was the the Bucks were the fifth seed. So, <laughs> but yeah, um, it's been a while since we've seen a first seed and a second seed match up in the conference championship since um that 2019, that 2019 year when the 49ers completely steamrolled the Packers and Raheem Mostert had 200 yards and four touchdowns. <laughs> Yo. Aaron Rodgers got some of the got some of the worst losses in NFL history, yo. Like, like and, and, and anybody's and actually not a lie, because Matt Ryan, it's not close. But <laughs> but dude, like losing to losing to the losing to the to the Detroit Lions or Sunday Night Football, um, having a a, a a zero a zero and four record against the San Francisco 49ers in, in playoff games, like that that that's that's appalling, man. Like that's just that's just that's that's not good, bro. Like, that's that's disappointing. And I feel bad for Aaron Rodgers, man. But shit, like, at some point you gotta look at yourself in the mirror and be like, "Damn, what did I do wrong?" Like, like you understand? Like, it, it, it's tough. It's really, it, it really is. But yeah, who I think is gonna win the NFC Championship if this like game actually does come to fruition? Um, it's like, are you gonna ride with Kyle, Kyle Shanahan and the hot? San Francisco like unit, or you're gonna roll with um Jalen Hurts and that that just that and the dominance that Philly has been all year outside of the last two weeks. Now the Eagles, they're kind of going to the into into these playoffs a little cold. Jalen Hurts is banged up, still doing that shoulder injury. He looked pretty good for the most part against um the Giants um um you know last weekend, but still um you know. By by the time they get to the conference championship, is that shoulder going to remain intact? Is that shoulder still going to be like? Is it still going to um um remain stable? Like, is is he going to start like feeling some type of some type of tension and pain a little bit in, in the shoulder? Will 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 start to like mess mess with his accuracy? You know, by 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 a large margin. So I don't I don't know. But at the same time, what when is you know, how long can Brock Purdy stay this cool, calm, and collective? Like, how long? So, honestly, I don't know. I just don't know. And honestly, I think if anybody picks either one of these teams, I don't, honestly, I don't think it matters. I think if – I wouldn't be shocked if San Francisco beats the beats Philly or if the, if Philly beats um San Francisco because both these teams are pretty much the same thing. They really are. I think now I think the Eagles have the better offense, but the 49ers have the better defense. So honestly, um, yeah, I, I this is tough. This really is. And I know that regardless um 
whichever choice that I whatever choice I make between between these two teams um for this game, I'm gonna get backlash. But honestly, man, I, I'm gonna go with Philly. I, I think Philly gonna do it. I think Philly's going to Super Bowl. I really do. I think Philly, I think this I think Philly really got a chance. They I think they I think they got it. I really, I really do. Cause I can't just I can't come to terms with myself picking Brock Purdy over Jalen Hurts. I just can't. And we all know Kyle Shanahan has a history of choking games anyway in the postseason. So as 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 um as the play caller of you know of the of the previous Super Bowl teams that have choked in in, in the Super Bowl. So <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I just I, I just I just you know so everything everything to me is sort of like really just it's really just like it's it's really just kind of like like I just don't know like I really don't know so I think about I'm gonna go with Philly man I, I think Philly's gonna do it I think Philly's gonna go to Super Bowl uh, let's go to the to the AFC um these games these games are actually gonna be pretty easy to predict because two out of these two out of um two out of these six wild card teams. Um, they're not even gonna have their starting quarterback. So, <laughs> so yeah, like Bills, Dolphins, give me, give me the Bills. Uh, and then Ravens, Bengals, give me the Bengals. Like <laughs> Lamar Jackson's out, two was out. They don't stand a chance. And even if now for the Ravens, if Lamar Jackson was playing, I would actually probably reconsider my choice because you know the Ravens, you know Lamar Jackson, you know he, you know he's he's no, you know anytime he's playing, you know he, he the Ravens are always gonna be um. Always going to be considered a threat because Lamar Jackson is, is such a he's such he's such a freak of nature and he's such he's such a, he's such a remarkable player. So, but the thing is, Lamar Jackson he does have a history of of terrible playoff games. He's not a good playoff performer. So, he, I think I think I would still pick the Bengals, but I'm saying like I would thoroughly, um, you know. I would thoroughly, like, you know, really, like, look look at this game from, like, all sides. So, but yeah, man, I, I think I think Cincinnati they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna take this game once again against against um Baltimore Jaguars Chargers. This is probably the 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 most um this is probably this is probably this is probably this is probably the, this is probably the game that I'm looking forward to the most. Let me let me let me say it like that. Because the Jaguars are hot, the Chargers are are pretty are pretty um are pretty popular, and they're favored to be like a dark horse Super Bowl Super Bowl team. Excuse me, but in my opinion, I don't really view them as that because here's why: the Chargers have dealt with a multitude of injuries. Their offensive line is not is not healthy. Um, Mike Williams is questionable. I don't, I don't think he's gonna play. The fact he got caught off the field, there's no way in how he's gonna be ready for um. Um, um, this game against against the Jaguars this weekend. There's no way he's gonna be able. To, he's gonna be able to recover in time. So he's out. So now all Herbert has is Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler and a banged up offensive line. And that defense has been very inconsistent as well. Sort of like the for the, the Vikings this year. They, the Chargers have Chargers defense has had a lot of games where they will they will complete they will ball out and and and, and showcase and showcase you know greatness basically right. And they and they and they and they and they, will, and they will go out there and put and, and put on a good a good performance, and same thing with the Vikings defense. But then both defenses have had a lot of games where they will completely just look like absolute garbage and get and get ran out and get ran out the arena. So I can't trust the Chargers defense either. And I know they're getting back a, a healthy Joey Bosa, but how much of that is really going to play is going to really play into is going to really play into an account or is going to really play into into a huge factor because the chart that the, I'm not charges the Jaguars, their offensive line has actually been pretty damn good this year. And I know they lost Cam Robinson, but the backup is actually, but the backup has actually been playing pretty solid. Now they're still going to be able to get a good amount of pressure. Cause you still got Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. And you know, the Titans were able to get to Trevor Lawrence a good amount of times during their game. By the way, Trevor Lawrence missed a lot of throws in that game too. So he looked, you know, it was very, you know, that, I'm telling you that game was, was that game was really, um, what we, what we call those games, you know, um, a dog fight, you know, it was very scrappy. So very sloppy as well. So, you know, but I think the Chargers, you know, I mean, I, I just, I just, I don't think, I, don't, I think they're going to lose. I, I don't think they're going to beat Jacksonville. I don't, you know, Jaguars, the Jaguars are, 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 are the hotter team. They're the healthier team. Um, 
So I, I and and honestly, their defense, their defense is really starting to come in. The de, their defense is really starting to come. It's really starting to come into in, into their own. So I like Jacksonville a lot. I really do. So give me the Jacksonville Jaguars over the, over the Chargers. So now we go to the divisional. We got Chiefs, Jaguars, Bills, Bengals. Hmm. Well, Chiefs are being being the Jaguars. That's that's not up for debate. That's not a question. <laughs> now Bills, Bengals. A Josh Allen dependent team versus a well-rounded, well-coached, um, balanced Cincinnati team. And not only do the do the Cincinnati Bengals have one of the best balance attacks, um, but as an as, an, as from an offensive standpoint, but their defense has been has been has been their defense has been tremendous this year. So. Honestly, and then for how great Josh Allen is, do you really expect him to repeat what he did last year, going nine and going 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 nine and zero with um with um with um with 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 touchdowns and interceptions, and 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 literally and literally finishing. And finishing his 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 um his playoff run with a with a with with a perfect passer rating like that's insane, and that was unheard of before he did it. So, I uh, <laughs> like can, like can we really like expect that again? Cause I I don't I don't. And Miami, even though they're not gonna have two, they're still gonna be a very tough team because it's a divisional opponent. And then now they're gonna go. Now they're gonna go. Um, now they're gonna go against um, Cincinnati. And this is great for for both teams because remember they were they were supposed to play in that Week Seventeen game, but I got canceled because of the Demar Hamlin situation. So which was, which was the right call, obviously. So this this is gonna be this is this is going to be um, it's going to be very interesting as well. And honestly, um, I'm going with Cincinnati. Because both offenses are going to go back and forth, but that defense, I think the Cincinnati's defense is going is going is going to make they're going to make the game defining play. They're they're going to pull. They're going they're going to be the ones that pull Cincinnati through, and I think they're going to force Josh Allen to make a lot to make a lot of to make some um some very cautious turnovers, and I think that's what's going to hurt the Buffalo Bills in the long run. So I think I think Cincinnati um beats 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 Josh Allen. Dang, imagine that really happens though. Joe Burrow last year um beats Patrick Mahomes, and now next year he beats Josh Allen. Like that's 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 insane, bro. And now he plays Patrick Mahomes again in the AFC Championship game. Now, last year the Chiefs did beat the Bengals. Now, honestly, I feel like you should just pick the Chiefs because the because with the reason being. Patrick Mahomes has hasn't has never beaten Joe Burrow yet, and and this is a back to back same same conference championship game, and um they are and they already played each other um again this year, so I I, I just um I I I really have no idea like this is this once again this is another this is another like can go either way 50-50 scenario, you you know. Once again, Cincinnati has a better offense, a better defense, but but the Chiefs, you can never count them out. They have the more experience, and they have Patrick Mahomes, so and Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid. So, um, I, I just, I mean, shoot, like at Cincinnati, I they, 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 like I said, they 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 have one of the one they have one of the um the most they have one of the best balanced rosters in the league. Them, it's them, Cincinnati. Not, I mean, not Cincinnati. <laughs> it's um the Bengals, um San Francisco, and um um and Philly to me that have the most, well not the most, but they have the best. They have the best balance attacks. They have the most well-rounded games. So, uh, I know this is kind of, this is kind of a reach, but I think Joe Burrow beats Patrick Mahomes for the fourth time. I think he does it. I does. I think he. I think he. I think he does it again. I think. I, I think he does it again. 
I think he pulls it off. I really do. Four, four, four wins against Patrick Mahomes. That's that's crazy. That's outlandish. Seriously. Beat him, beat him in week 17 last year. Beat him in a beat him in an AFC championship. Then then goes into their when when did they play? Week 14. Beats him again, 3-0. Now they go now they, they they meet up again in the AFC championship 4-0. That's that's insane. But here's why. The Chiefs, they're a very cocky, arrogant team. Their defense is not is, is their defense is not their defense is not good. Outside of Chris Jones, um their defense is just their defense is not their defense is not um it's it's not it's not it's not formidable. It's not 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 solid. Um they gotta they 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 their secondary is is very it's very um it's very it has a lot of flaws. Um, their pass rush is very, is very, is very good for the most part. But uh, if Chris Jones is not like wrecking havoc, they don't, they don't really get that much pressure. They don't. So I think all that, and then Cincinnati's defense being, being as great as they are and just how unstoppable that, that, that offense is, um, with Joe Burrow. And then they, and they're all, and, 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 you know, give credit to where credit is due. The Cincinnati Bengals offensive line has gradually gotten better. Over 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 the season. Now it sucks that they don't have one in the cons for the rest of the year because he tore his ACL. But I think I think I think um I don't think it really like um I don't think it really impacts their 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 offensive line by a huge margin. So uh yeah man I I think Cincinnati does it again. So that means my Super Bowl is Cincinnati and Philly. <sighs> Um. Damn, and this will be this will be a damn good Super Bowl too. Cincinnati Bengals versus Philadelphia Eagles. This will be a damn good Super Bowl, damn good one. Because both teams are, are are pretty evenly matched. Joe Burrow's the better quarterback, no question. But you know you got Jamar Chase, AJ Brown, T Higgins, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, Tyler Boyd. You know great tight ends. Now Dallas da- da- Goddard is better than um. Then I'm Hayden Hurst, but you know Hayden Hurst has been pretty has been pretty serviceable this year. He's been he's been pretty he's been pretty good. Um, Eagles have the better offensive line. They 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 have they have the better um they have the better trenches. Like their trenches are are, are way are well more um productive and um and um and um and um and just um they're 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 way more productive and um and just have more depth. The Eagles do, but you know Trey Hendrickson is no slouch. DJ Reader has been great this year, so um. Uh, uh, Sam Hubbard. So uh, I just, um, uh, yeah, I, damn. It's like, are you gonna roll with Are you gonna roll with Joe Burrow and that Cincinnati offense, or are you just going to trust that you know that Philly that Philly roster is going to perform like how how we how we seen them how like how we seen them perform over over this entire season? Like, are they going to continue to play as well as they have been this year? Outside the last few weeks, because you know Hurts being out, and then you know that Giants game was really nothing. But damn. But remember, Cincinnati still has a bad taste in their mouth from their loss last year. So honestly, I'm a, I think I think Cincinnati is are going to be Super Bowl champions. I think Cincinnati is going to win Super Bowl. Since the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be your 2022 Super Bowl champions. Oh, holy shit! Holy shit! Yeah. Yeah, hey, that's 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 my playoffs, man. That's that's my predictions. Snatty is going to, is going is going to win the Super Bowl this year. It's 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 that more Philly to me. I really I really do. And then don't be shocked if San Francisco, you know, ends up beating Philly if that conference championship game does happen. And then maybe they they go over and they beat Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. So I think it's either Cincinnati, Philly, or um um San Francisco this year. Those are my top three teams. I think it's one of them. Um, Chiefs once again. Um, their defense is just not as good as years past. Even though they did, they, they never really been known for having a good defense. But this one has been it has been has been extremely weak this year. And then just I, I think without Tyreek Hill, it's going to make a big difference. I know Patrick Mahomes has had a great year, but you know it's just playoffs now. Like <laughs> like every, you're gonna play, you're playing against the best of the best now every single week. It's not it's not the same anymore when you can play the best of the best one week. And you and then you could take a loss then and then the following week you play against a cupcake team and then you start you start doing like five touchdowns and then you look like a superstar and then everything looks and everything looks easy again. It's not the case. 
it's playoff time now. It's where the big this is where the big boys play. So I, I think I, 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 I like I like my predictions, man. I think I think Cincinnati wins Super Bowl this year. I really do. Either but once again, will I be shocked if Philly if Philly wins? No. Will I be shocked if San Francisco wins? No. Anybody else? A little. Cause Josh Allen is, is, is a train wreck in his own right. He's he's sort of a wild a wild card. And then Patrick Mahomes, I mean, you know. I mean, I wouldn't really be shocked that the Chiefs somehow make it back to Super Bowl and win it, because I mean, just it's the Chiefs. But I just don't, I just, I, I just don't see how that defense is going to be able to, 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 um, to play against, um, it's going, it's going to be able to play against Cincinnati's um ensemble cast. So, yeah, man, um, yeah. So that's those are my playoff predictions. Now let's go over the NFL honors, and then after that, um, that'll be it for today, man. And I, and, I, and I'm, and I'm gonna let you guys go. All right, so these are my NFL honors predictions. These are going to be real simple and quick. So these are going to kind of be rapid fire. All right, so first of all, I got coach of the year. Now, I got this going three ways. <laughs> like, I got this going to either one of these coaches. So I got Brian Dable because making the playoffs with the New York with um with the new as New York football Giants head coach with Daniel Jones as your quarterback and only having Saquon Barkley as your best offensive weapon. Um yeah that's yeah that's 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 like you know that that's just that that like that's outstanding in its own right. Like that's that's insane. Right. And the Giants they haven't made the playoffs since OBJ so that that alone, that 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 that's 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 all the resume. He, he that's all the resume he needs. To, he need, he needs to have. Like that's all he that's all he needs to mention. Like that that's just like Ryan Dables had an incredible year, man. Uh, Nick Sirianni, fourteen and three, number one seed with you know, number one seed in the NFC with with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, honestly, Philly going from nine to eight to fourteen and three and being arguably the best team in football. So that's why I got him on there as well. And then um. Um, Doug Peterson with the Jacksonville Jaguars going from three and 14, um, coming in sort of, um, um, re-grooming Trevor Lawrence and, and revamping, um, that entire Jacksonville's roster and, 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 and turning them into a playoff team. Like that, that, that's, 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 that's an incredible, um, feat as well. Like that's impressive. So that's why I, I was also my top three guys as well. Those are like. Um, but yeah, those are my three guys, man. I think either one of those guys are gonna win Coach of the Year. And then the dark horse as well, somebody to mention, um, um, what's called the Vi- the the Minnesota Vikings head coach. Uh, why can't why can't I remember his name? Dang it, dang Ke- uh, Kevin O'Connell. Yes, you know, once again, the Vikings were they were they were sort of in the same position last year as you know the Jaguars and the Giants. But obviously they weren't as garbage as the Jaguars and the Giants, but still like you know, uh, um, falling, fall, falling just short of, of of the playoff picture. Um, I think they had what it went seven and ten last year, and then Kevin O'Connell coming in there, um, getting them thirteen, getting them thirteen wins. You know, um, um, a top three seed in the in the NFC, winning the NFC North for the first time in a couple of years. Um, for the for the Minnesota Vikings, because it's usually the Packers that run that run through that division every single year. But this, but this, but this year it was different this season. So that that's another great accomplishment as well. So I think those are going to be like the four guys that people are going to talk about or mention for this Coach of the Year award. Now, my pick, I'm going with Brian Dable. So because I think just what he did with the Giants, you know, that's that 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 that's crazy stuff, man. That's that that's crazy, man. That, you know, that's that's a, that's that's how that's a that's 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 a daunting task to take on the New York Giants and then turn that entire team into a playoff team. A lot of people who thought Daniel Jones was the, was the main issue, he made he made it work. So, I got to give all the respect and credit to the world, um, to um, um to Brian Dable. Oh, uh, now, um, coach, um, not coach of the year. <laughs> I just went over that. Um, comeback player of the year. Um, I'm, I went with Geno Smith. You know, um, I don't think it's anybody else. I mean, this guy was a backup. Was look, you know, was looked, was looked, was looked as a career backup. You know, after his like his short tenure with the Jets, because when they when it didn't work out, I mean, nobody didn't expect this dude to come in to come in here. You know as a starter for Seattle after Russell Wilson's departure and throw for 30 touchdowns and, 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 and take Seattle, um, um, to the playoffs. Like that's, that's, that's amazing. So, um, 
Yeah, I think Geno Smith. I think I think it's unanimous. Like I think it's I think he's undoubtedly the the comeback player of the year. It's not. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I don't think it's without a question. Offensive player of the year, Justin Jefferson. Um, led the league in receptions. Led the league in receiving yards. He had like like multiple two hundred yard games, dude. Like this dude through the first three years has the most receiving yards by any receiver. Um, and is also has the most receptions, but um 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 than any receiver through their first three years. Of the NFL, like this dude, on another level, and it's crazy, dude. Just his first three years in the NFL, I think you can arguably say Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in football. And then, honestly, an honorable mention, Tyreek Hill, because he's kind of had the same, he's kind of had similar numbers and an identical stat line to Justin Jefferson this year. Just he's only like a hundred yards short because Tyreek Hill finished with um seventeen hundred yards, while Justin Jefferson finished with eighteen hundred yards. So, but regardless. Um, incredible seasons by both by both of these guys, man. But I think JJ Jettis just gets that extra nod for me. Uh, uh, defensive player of the year, Nick Bosa. Um, sack leader. Um, was wrecking havoc all year. Um, was the vocal point of that of that of that San Francisco defense. Everything, everything, everything. Um, everything, everything, everything. Sort of like you know. Whatever, wherever Nick Bosa, never Nick Bosa went, the defensive defense just followed. Man, like he was a driving force. Excuse me, he was a driving force. Um, he set the tone. Um, from the beginning, like this dude, like Nick Bosa, incredible man. Like, I was just, 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 just fantastic dude. Like this dude, Miss Man, absolute beast, and is going to be looked, be looked, be looked as one of the best pass rushers for years to come, five years down the line in the league, because he, he's just. He, he's 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 one hell of a player, man. Nick Bosa is my defensive player of the year. Defensive rookie of the year, they might have to do another like unanimous like when they did Michael Parsons last year. It's got to be the same thing. It's got to be Sauce Garner. Now, my my guy Terry Woodland from 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 Seattle, he got a strong case as well. But Sauce Garner, I mean, when you want to talk about like what Jamar Chase did his rookie year, what Justin Jefferson did his rookie year, that was Sauce Garner as 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 a defensive player. That Sauce Garner, I mean, I mean, hold on, I, th- I think I have the numbers right here actually. Let me see if I can find them. Ooh, nope, 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 nope. It's not this one. Come on, come on, no, I got it here. right, yeah, right. Here. So here, here's some, here's some of these stats from Sauce Garner this year. Lowest passer rating allowed this season, Sauce. Highest um, pro football focus coverage coverage grade sauce lowest completion rate allowed sauce most combined interceptions and pass breakups sauce like like he's had such a a, a a stellar just you know phenomenal season that like at some point like at some like you know not at some point but like you know just looking from like the outside in. Like forget defensive rookie of the year. This dude has an all pro resume. Like this dude, this dude might mess around. Make this dude's gonna make first team all pro as a rookie. Like this dude has been has been incredible. So Sauce Garner is my defensive rookie of the year. Offensive rookie of the year. This can go down to three guys: Kenneth Walker, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson. You guys can pick whoever you want. Me as a Seahawks fan, I'm just gonna go with Kenneth Walker. But I want to be shocked if Garrett Wilson gets it or um Chris Olave. So um yeah, I think Garrett Wilson led led the receivers. And 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 the yards this year, or was it or was it or was it, or was it Christian Christian Watson? Hold on. Oh, I forgot too. Christian Watson as well. Christian Watson. I forgot he's a rookie, man. Yeah, he can get. Oh no, he only had six hundred yards though. But I mean, he had that one stretch, so I I don't know. But you know, he's an honorable mention as well. But honestly, um, I'm, I'm I wouldn't give it to him because now nah, six hundred yards. That's that's not it compared to guys like Olave and um Sauce. I mean, not Sauce. Uh, uh Garrett Wilson who had a thousand yards. Kenneth Walker a thousand yards, but honestly, um, but um, but I think Kenneth Walker should win the award because he's been the most productive out of all the rookies. Because not only did he, did he get a thousand yards, you know, you know, not only did he accumulate a thousand yards, you know, and, you know, in his way as a running back, of course, because they got to run and the receivers, you know, they got they do all the route running and shit, <laughs> obviously. But he accumulated um the yards, and then he also has the most touchdowns out of, out of both. Garrett Wilson, I think, only has like four touchdowns on the season. Chris Chris Olave, same thing. And that's not their fault because they they had terrible quarterbacks. It is what it is. So, but be, but at the end of the day, you can't you can't discredit you can't discredit um what Kenneth Walker did did this season. So I think offensive rookie of the year it has to go to Kenneth Walker. And then my Pepsi rookie of the year. This is basically like the overall rookie of the year. It got to be Sauce. Sauce, 
like I said, he was like the Jamar Chase, the Justin Jefferson of 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 NFL rookies as a defensive player. Like, 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 dude, like, yo, he, like, this dude was Michael Parsons rookie year good. Like, yo, this dude, I'm telling you, he's my best rookie of the year. He like by 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 no by by um by no ants it's or butts without 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 a shadow of the doubt. This dude right here, he he's he's got a win over rookie of the year. Sauce so Garner, yo, he was he was he was he, he was incredible, man. And then my MVP, um. If it was up to me, I would give it to Jalen Hurts, but because he missed the the last the the last like the fact that he missed two out of two out of the last three games of the season, and then he came back in that final game and didn't really do much. And Patrick Mahomes has sort of like continued to like you know win and put up crazy numbers, and he threw four five thousand yards, forty touchdowns. They're gonna give it to Patrick Mahomes. So honestly, um. Yeah, so my MVP is Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to win, is going to win it, making him a two-time MVP. Which honestly, because he, because now, because if they do give the give the trophy to Patrick Mahomes, if he makes the Super Bowl, you know he's not winning it. Because because since Kurt Warner, no quarterback has been able to finish the season as the NFL MVP, Super Bowl MVP, and 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 and, and you know, and 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 an actual Super Bowl quarterback. So, um. With that being the case, if Patrick Mahomes does win the MVP, you know he's not winning the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> yeah, so those are my NFL honest predictions. And that is it for today's edition of the Sports Mark Show, baby. With all that being said, thank you guys for tuning in to the SMS podcast. This has been um, your host, the Merciless Mar. Uh, with, um, with all that being said, man, um, enjoy the rest of your day. Until next time, peace out. I'm going to see you guys later. Um, make sure to follow me on my social media podcast. I mean, I said podcast. <laughs> make sure to follow me on my social media um, platforms. I'm at Mercer CEO on TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Yeah, man. So I'm going to check you guys, man.